Welcome to the Health Code Podcast. I'm Sarah, otherwise known as Sarah's Day, and I'm a health and fitness YouTuber. And I'm Kurt, professional photographer and content creator, or also known as Sarah's Boyfriend. We're here to help you crack the code to a healthy and fit lifestyle. We're going to be talking all things health, fitness, relationship, lifestyle, and career. So it's time to grab your code books because we're about to spill some serious tips. Really? That sounds so bitchy. What's up, guys? Welcome back. Oh, so you're back, are you? What? You decided to oh. make a comeback. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Look, okay. The last episode you guys heard was a potty nugget from Kurt. I admit, I, I still need to listen to it. <laughs> I know, I know. You do this. Have you ever listened to my first one? I don't think you've listened to my first ever potty nugget. No comment. <laughs> Okay, because you know why? When I listen to podcasts, I don't want to listen to my own voice or your voice. That's did like you it- even look on the Instagram account and see how many yes. people gave us beautiful feedback? Yes, I did. I actually did because I was really proud of you. Yeah. But every time I've had like a spare moment, I'm like cleaning the house or doing something. It's life with a That's newborn. the perfect time to listen to a podcast. I don't want to hear your voice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Health Code Podcast. Yes, I'm uh, back. We are going to try just to do like more episodes together, but obviously it's hard now with Fox, our newborn. If you're new to our channel, yeah. we have an eight, nearly nine week old. He's eight weeks. He's amazing, <laughs> which I'm going to talk about in the weekly wrap. So I feel like we should just get let's, into the weekly let's wrap. Let's cut to the weekly wrap. Okay, guys, I am trying to balance my life right now of like being a mom, getting back into the gym, getting back into my health. If you follow my YouTube channel, you'll know that I've just started Project Comeback. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It means it's kind of like a whole health and fitness journey. I'm getting trying to get my body back. I said that in quotation marks. I'm just trying to balance my life and being a mom and redeveloping my healthy habits. So I'm officially back into the gym. I'm into like my resistance training, my cardio, my Pilates, my yoga. I was actually very impressed because my two classes that I went to, they were like foundation fundamental classes where it's like kind of like a beginner's class. So I sucked up my ego and I said, okay, I'm getting back into the gym. I can't go hardcore. That's I can't it. go Take to- Take it easy. Yes. Just ease into it. It was a blow to the ego because I'm used to going to the advanced classes and like sitting at the front. I'm that girl who like purposely uh, puts my mat at the I front. I can imagine. <laughs> I can actually know. I've experienced it. In Bali, we went to this crazy like yoga, hippie yoga retreat. It, it was, was in Changu. It was like way not my scene. Anyway, we go right to the front of the class. <laughs> A beginner yogurist. Is, is that what you call it? A yogurist? Yogi. A yogi. Yeah. Beginner yogi, Kurt. I laughed the whole way through the class because I, I'm like the most least serious person in <laughs> yoga ever. And then Miss Ciro over here is like nailing all Mate, the poses. Go, go hard or go home. But this time, because I'm back, coming back from my postpartum journey, well, I'm in my postpartum journey, I put my mat to the back. I went to the beginner class, but I actually found it easy. So I'm hoping maybe next week. I can go back to it next. Step it up a bit. But Project Comeback is going well. Also, mum life is going well. Can I I just cut in before you talk about mum life? Yes. I saw you do a little handstand in the gym the other day and you absolutely nailed it. It put me to shame because I'm like just starting to try and like build up my... uh, Gym gym skills. Gymnastic skills. Like I just want to get my handstands better. I want to be able to do more muscle ups and things like that. Like I'm just trying to like build up that like muscle memory to be able to do those exercises. So um yeah, I was a little bit jealous that you held a handstand for so long after being pregnant. Oh, thank you. Thank you. But yeah, Project Comeback is going well. Also, mum life is going well. Can I just say 
Having a pram has changed my life for the better. I'm a bossy person already. Like I kind of do that mind game where you're on a path and someone's coming up in front of you. You're like, who's going to move? I always move. Like in my head, I'm like, don't move, don't move, don't move. You never move for me though. Well, this is what I'm getting to. (laughs) Now that I have a pram, everybody moves for you. It's like on the road, if you're in a truck, you know, everyone moves for the truck. Everyone moves for the bus. I am the bus of the path. <laughs> I am the school bus. And everybody move for me, including you. So Kurt like opens doors for I'm, me. No, hang on a second. I am a nice father figure in the family. And I open the door for you with the pram. And Sarah, bus driver face on, dickoon, dickoon, <laughs> over the top of my brand new vans. They're pure white, by the way. Brand new, ran over them, dirt marks all over them. Well, You're mate, the worst. The pram's hard to control. It has a mind of its own. <laughs> it is not. It is the person who is in control of the pram. But seriously, I thought I was going to miss being pregnant because when you're pregnant, everyone's so nice to you. Everyone, people give up their seat for you. They're like, oh, let me open the door. I was like, I'm going to miss this. Prams are way more Mm-mm. powerful. Pr- Amen. <laughs> Amen, daddy. Everyone opens the door for you. The The old ladies are so nice. They go, can I peek in the pram? Like, I love it. <laughs> can Fox never grow up? It's so fun. <laughs> but Fox is great. I'm constantly covered in vomit. Like, actually, poo's not really the thing. Everyone's like, oh, you're covered in poo and vomit. No, just vomit. He's a reflux, baby. Yeah. But I'm in a really good headspace. I think for me, you guys know. I am such a better person, a better girlfriend, a better friend, daughter, and mum when I have that one hour, five times a week to myself to just train, get my energy out. And it's just kind of like me time, reflective time. I feel like I'm a nicer person this week just going to the gym. I, I agree with that. And mm-hmm. I think it's just because that's your that's your normal routine. Yeah, that's my passion. But I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you down a level. Why? Because there's a few things, a few new things that I've experienced in this week. And a few things that have happened in the past that have, I guess, re-come to life again. One of them, squirting milk. Oh. Sezzy. My party trick. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not we even We were squirting. in the kitchen. No. It, oh, okay, no, anyway. Let me tell the story. Yeah. <laughs> we were in the kitchen the other day. And, like, you know, Sarah's boobs, they, they lactate at particular times of the day. Anyway, this one day, she's like, Kurt, get me a towel. Get me a towel. Get me a towel. Okay. All right. Like, I rush off. I get this, like, this burp cloth that we have i take it over to her next minute i know she turns around from like cooking and she's got her got her boobies out i'm sorry it's getting yeah <laughs> she's got her boobies out turns around milk spraying everywhere it's like a fire hose like psh, all over my face I'm like oh my god i'm laughing it, it, i feel so powerful i'm walking around the house no, chasing after honestly, me honestly i reckon it goes like 30 centimeters right like yeah. it projectiles 30 centimeters it spurts out i'm walking out like madonna you know madonna had like those firecrackers <laughs> yes. from her boots it is i love it i love it i remember my if that is not a power move i don't know what is when in doubt spray it Do out you know how demeaning that is to me <laughs> I'm like, he's running around the house going ew ew and i'm like spraying with milk. <laughs> oh that's great why did i not think of that for the weekly yeah. uh number two the return of the fart bubble Okay, that's you. No. Are you, you kidding me? Oh, no, no, no. Hear me out. Oh hear me God. out. The other night I come into the room. <laughs> Actually, I didn't even make it into the room. <laughs> I'm standing outside of the room and all I could smell were toxic fumes. It was disgusting. It was like an E-bomb had dropped in our bedroom and just destroyed everything. I, I needed a gas mask. It was so bad. Okay. 
we both have this thing with garlic. Both of us. <laughs> both of us. So I'd gone off garlic because Fox also doesn't like garlic. It like, anyway, it reacts to him. But you, sir, when you- Don't know what you're talking about. You know. No. No, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to play this game with you. I, the I, fart bubble is I have, mutual. I fart like a fairy. They smell delightful. Um, you guys, you know, <laughs> the fart bubble is mutual. I'll admit Anyway, it. the fart bubble gets taken to a new level here. Oh, what? So the other, so after I enter into the room with my gas mask on, I'm like <laughs> breathing like Darth Vader. <laughs> I'm pretending to be asleep because I'm low-key embarrassed. Yes. <laughs> you were pretending to be asleep, were you? You go, oh my gosh. I was like... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> anyway, I get into bed I finally like go under the doona Like brave it And next minute I hear another <laughs> Rumble underneath the sheets And this is probably one of the worst Farts I've <laughs> ever not, smelled like, I know I'm sorry I'm taking like it to this level humor. But like- but it was so bad Our child lays right <laughs> next to Sarah on the bed Sarah's facing me in the bed Her butt is aimed at our child Fox he Fox started went crying <laughs> He started crying And that was because of you You made our son cry oh from God. your fart How okay. do you feel? I feel like I need to leave Because I'm, I, don't, I don't I'm sorry I told you guys No I have such a sensitive gut And I'm working out what I'm intolerant to And Fox is helping me find that out Because if my tummy's upset His tummy's upset So now I haven't had garlic And it hasn't happened since Okay I'm sorry <laughs> okay. I'm embarrassed Okay Well there's another thing <laughs> Can I And leave? I'm sorry that we have so much child humour In this first weekly rap back Guys I swear we're all like Kurt, you're nearly 30. Grow up. I love this stuff. (laughs) Such a boy. Sarah comes home from yoga the other day. She's all zen. We sit down. We have dinner. And she goes, I really like yoga. But the one thing that really embarrassed me today, I can't stop farting from the front end. (laughs) (laughs) And I go, what do you mean? And she goes, I don't know. Ever since I like gave birth to Fox, I suck all this air in. And then I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I just felt sucking in all this hair. It's going to come out. And then we do an awkward stretch and I fart. And everyone around me thinks it's a normal fart, but it's coming out of the front of me. Hashtag fanny fart. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Oh, my gosh. Sarah's really red right now. I'm sorry. I'm just, like, completely destroyed you today. All right. Look, I I do. I pride myself on having... You know, no walls up, no filter. I really let you guys into my life. And today it's a whole nother level. I'm going to be honest, okay? In yoga, you guys know, like, if you haven't done yoga before, it's you're stretching like you've never stretched before. Your body is in all these crazy positions. Yes, okay, I just had a baby. And my pelvic floor and vagina is... It's a new, new territory, okay? So I'm like doing this downward dog and child's pose and breathing in the chakra, breathing out. And so literally I feel myself suck air into the vagine. I'm stressing out thinking, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, is this going to make a sound? Like, is this just going to go out? Like, what's going to happen? You, I wish I was lying. I wish I was making this up for comedic value, but I am actually serious. We stand up. We go into warrior one, which is like a big lunge. It is literally like... <laughs> stop. Stop. It's literally like... <laughs> and at this point, there's no music. The instructor is not speaking. She just says warrior one. It... 
Oh, you guys. And like the <laughs> class, so the class is so serious and so respectful that no one turns around and looks at me. But we all heard it, okay? And then it t- the cherry on top of this is it happened four times to me. And then in yoga, there's this whole thing where the instructor says, like, go at your own pace. If it's ever too strong for you, go to child's pose, take a rest. I had to pretend that this beginner's, into, like, this beginner's foundation class was too hard for me because I got so embarrassed. I ended up just going down into child's pose for, like, 15 minutes because really? I wanted to cry. Really? Yes. I was going to ask you what, what ended what up happening. What did I do? Off the back. Yeah, what did I you do? I just sat there like a freaking turtle. Because if I was in the class, I would have <laughs> cried with laughter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about the yogi, like... Code. I would have laughed so hard. The anxiety of splitting my legs into (laughs) Warrior One, knowing that the release was happening. Oh, dear. I I hate my life. I'm just being honest, okay? And it happens to a lot of people and no one talks about it. Yeah. And this is what the health code is all about, you know? Can we, like, skip this weekly wrap now and just get straight to the juicy episode? All right. Let's let's move into the episode. (sighs) Don't judge me, guys. Please don't love me. Today's episode is... Health, fitness, and beauty tips for anywhere and everywhere. So we're specifically going to be talking about traveling on planes, road trips, and things like that, where hopefully you your health and fitness journey doesn't get derailed. Yeah. Because we know we've all been on that one vacation, that one holiday, where we come home and we go, oh my gosh, I've Why got to start from that? scratch. Yeah. Yeah. My one of that was Bali, I guess. Kurt and I went to Bali. We it was a foodie adventure. And Sure, we were a little bit active, but we kind of just like lounged around the pool and ate and ate and ate. And I I came home thinking, oh, I'm starting from scratch. Yeah. So hopefully we're going to share some tips with you that you can take everywhere, whether you're on school camp, whether you are traveling with friends, you're going around Europe and you can maintain your healthy, fit life and be beautiful. (laughs) And we've uh, categorized this into three sections. So we have our health, we have beauty, and we have our fitness section. So let's start on the health one. But before we do, I just did a little bit of research into, I guess, flying, because a big part of travel is flying. And I just wanted to know what actually are some of the effects on the body when you fly? Because I feel like crap yeah. after. Yeah, oh, right. I hate it. Right. You feel dehydrated. Mm. You feel like. Dry. Your yeah. skin feels dry. dry. You feel hungover. You do. That's what you feel. You do. Mm. Yeah. And if you drink alcohol, you're probably even more hungover. And I get constipated. <laughs> okay. We're going back down there again. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. 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 So I, from my research, I found that 50% of the cabin air that is circulated in the cabin is taken from a high altitude, which has minimal to no moisture. So basically this means within the cabin, the humidity levels can be as low as 4%. That's like desert air. That's like dry it's air. Dry. So I, I went and had a look at what the percentage of humidity is today. Oh, and stop. here in Sydney right now, it's 25 degrees Celsius huh. with a humidity of 46%. So and if it you feels that, dry here today. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you put that into perspective, 4% in comparison to 46. We're coming into winter, which is a little bit drier as well. So with that in mind, 1.5 liters of water are stripped from your body every three hours. That's Whoa, crazy. Hey? That is crazy. So, so those little cups that they give you of water is how just an, how not annoying enough. is that? If you're a big water drinker like Kurt and I, you'll know how frustrating that is. Yeah. When you ding the air hostess, you're like, "Hey, can I have some water?" And they give you a Barbie-sized cup. I'm yeah. like, "Just give me a bottle." Crazy, hey. Yeah. 
Yeah. So crazy. So yeah. if you're on a big long haul flight from, you know, LA to Sydney's about 16 hours or something like that, think of the amount oh. of water that you're losing over in a flight like That's that. That's over 16 litres. That's what? crazy, hey. I know. Oh my God, keep going. How good Jeff? are these fun facts? I, hey? love, oh, <laughs> I, love, I love learning. I'm such a nerd. Keep going. So this is another interesting fun fact that I found out that the um, recirculated air throughout the cabin isn't necessarily full of germs. So most commercial airlines have like, adopted this advanced filtering system that removes most of the fungi and bacteria it's actually from sitting within a close proximity of like other passengers and the germs that they have so if someone coughs nearby like you're only really five meters away from about 20 people or so touch the same stuff you're touching the the seats you know door yeah exactly so so the germs aren't necessarily from the circulated air it's It's more from just the people close by so, you know, just, just a point to keep in mind. So if someone's coughing nearby you, maybe, you know, just cover your mouth up a little bit. Mm. The next one. Um, this is back on the uh, the air pressure in the cabin. Mm-hmm. So they do mention that they pressurize the cabins, but it is not necessarily the same as the air pressure that we breathe here at sea level, which means that there is less, less oxygen in the air. And this is what can make you feel drained and dehydrated. That's why you feel so exhausted. Yes. Like, even though you've been sitting all day on a plane, you get to your hotel room and you're like, I am so tired and I've done yeah. nothing. Yeah. I props to those people who go on like a really long plane trip and then they get to their hotel and go, I'm going to go smash out a workout in the gym, in the hotel gym. I'm like, how? Yeah. I'm a motivated person and I've never really been that motivated on yeah. a long trip. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I guess hopefully some of our tips today can assist with this. Yes. Um, the final one is about deep vein thrombosis. And for those of you, I, I feel like most people know know about this this tip anyway. Deep vein thrombosis basically can like cause clotting in the bloodstream. Um, it's from like sitting for too long in the, yeah. in the air pressure and, and this what and whatnot. So you can minimize the risk of this just by keeping hydrated and light exercise. Yeah, on your getting up and flights. down. So that was just a little fun fact at the end, which I, I feel like most people are aware of anyway. Mm. But yeah, so I just thought those little fun facts were, were quite interesting to find out prior to our, tips. I guess, our tips. Well, I reckon we should start off with health, okay? <clears throat> Let's do that. So health tip number one that we have come up with for being healthy everywhere and anywhere is specifically with vacations, remove the guilt and enjoy everything in moderation. So I think we've all experienced, if you are serious about your health and fitness lifestyle, you either, there's three ways to go. You go on holidays and you try to stay strict. You are eating your hashtag clean meals. You're trying to stay on top of your routine. And maybe you end up sacrificing some of that enjoyment from the vacation. Mm -hmm. Alternatively, you go the other way. You go hashtag cheap two weeks. You go hardcore on your in and out burgers and your candy. And ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream every night. You go to bed feeling sick. You're like, oh, that's right. I'll get back on the bandwagon when you get home. Then when you get home, you regret it. Yep. Or in the middle. This is where we want to be. So I feel like we've really established this now. We're really good at majority of the time eating your whole healthy foods. But mm. then you can have your ice cream after dinner. Like I don't eat ice cream because I don't eat dairy. But sure, I will definitely go hardcore on like the raw vegan ice cream. And even if I feel a little bit sick after, I'm like, oh, well, I'm on vacation. It's okay. Yeah. And you wake up and you can start healthy again. So I think it's like even I know a lot of our listeners, you know, have like a cocktail here or there or have a beer with dinner. What's your yeah. opinion on that? Uh, well, we actually spoke about this on the podcast with Steve Cook when we were talking to him about traveling. And he mentioned that um, <clears throat> just to have stuff in moderation because 
yeah, you want to experience it and you want to enjoy it still. But just because you get a bowl of ice cream doesn't mean you have to eat the whole entire thing. Like just, yeah. just be wary of like what's in that and, you know, you've got a big holiday ahead of you. You know, you're probably going to eat a little bit more. Just space it out a little bit. It's like imagine going to Italy and saying, I'm on a no-carb diet and not having pasta or bread. No. That's just sacrilegious. (laughs) (laughs) Number two is... Unless you're gluten intolerant. Yeah. And you poop your pants. Oh, that would be me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Number two is something that I do in my household and every single day, but you can definitely adopt this in every aspect of life. And it is bring a one liter water bottle everywhere with you, especially if you're somewhere like Bali or somewhere where you're sweating a lot. It's bring that water bottle everywhere because if you find yourself like today we were out getting coffee and we were in a meeting, I was so thirsty. I forgot my water bottle. They didn't give us table water. And so I was so thirsty that I kept thinking I was hungry still. You know, when you're really dehydrated and your body is like, I need something. I need some energy. So you go for like a fatty food Mm -hmm. or a sugary food, but you're actually dehydrated. Yeah. So my biggest tip is definitely walk around with a water bottle. Yeah, definitely. Especially if you're in a tropical place. mm. But then also on the flip side of that, even even on your flight, try and get like a a big bottle that you can take on the flight. Because I I know most flights you can like refill them up yourself at the end, like at the back of the flight or so. Yeah. Can't you bring a water bottle that's empty? Mm -hmm. Yeah, or something uh, you can you can bring on an actual water bottle yeah you have to you have to buy it, you at, have the to buy it at the airport though. that's yeah. right yeah yeah yep, so yep. just going off those fun facts before keep hydrated people yeah i've got more tips about the plane and water so just right, stay right, tuned right, for that right. <laughs> another one another one do you know who i'm being dj colored no. no okay that's all. <laughs> Sorry. Mo- moving on <laughs> is take Supplements. Take the supplements that you yes. need. And I don't mean like hashtag creatine protein. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean more. Bro science. Yeah, bro science. <laughs> I mean your probiotics. Mm-hmm. Amazing for the plane. Amazing when you're traveling and there's different germs. Because every country has different kind of bacteria in their water and in their food. And if you're kind of, you know, local to that area, your body is used to reacting to those bacteria. Mm. That's why often when you go to Bali or when you go to Thailand, all the Balinese people, they're sweet. Their bodies are used to those kind of bacteria in the water. We go there and we get a barley belly. Yeah, exactly. So I would recommend, you know, either going to your naturopath or your doctor and saying, hey, I'm going to Bali. What can I bring with me? What can I take to help mitigate this and help, you know, really build up my gut and give me the best chance of not getting barley belly? So I always travel with probiotics. You have to be careful with what one you get because the one I have in my everyday life, I do keep in the fridge. But when I travel, I just take different ones that are like sachets that you don't have to store in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. I'm So travel is a big part of our jobs and, and mine now too. And um, I always take Armour Force before I go anywhere. But um, it's from Bioceuticals. That's yeah, the brand. It's, it's, like am- a- it's amazing. You, you, you know the products that are in, I think... It's like echinacea, echinacea, olive oil leaf, um, vitamin C, zinc. It's basically kind of like a vitamin C slash multivitamin. And I honestly touch I swear wood. By touch it, wood. Hey. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> we since we've had it, we we haven't. It's amazing. It's amazing. I, we I take it. Sick. I'll take it to everywhere I go, especially if you're flying on a long haul flight. You know the germs in the air and things like that. But even we it's went. It's not throughout. in the air coat. It's germs on the people. Oh yeah, off the people. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> also, this is not sponsored by Bioceuticals. We no, just no, love no, no. It. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a really good product. But we went and saw our naturopath yesterday mm. and she was talking about 
bringing in incorporating products prior to leaving on like let's say you go to vietnam for example like a completely different country to australia um building up your immunity prior to going and then while you're over there taking these supplements to keep, keep the immunity levels up so yeah definitely go see your naturopath prior to going anywhere as well and that might hopefully hopefully mm. save you from getting diarrhea yeah <laughs> yeah anybody got time for that <laughs> another thing that i love it's one of my favorite parts about traveling is going shopping beforehand and gathering all of my healthy snacks <laughs> because okay we all know well I don't sleep on planes. I don't really like watching movies. I just like eating. Okay. It's fun to me. I want to like read and snack and eat. And I always bring my healthy snacks on the plane. So, and even not on the plane, like if you're going on a road trip, when we go to the snow, when we come home from a whole day of snowboarding and we're just like chilling out and like by the fire and everyone's eating chips, I want to eat as well. But I want to have food that makes me feel good and doesn't hurt my tummy and I enjoy eating and it nourishes my body. So I honestly have like half of my suitcase just full of healthy snacks. That's true. I suppose some (laughs) of my favorites, if I'm going like domestic, if we're just driving somewhere, I'll bring so much fruit, nuts, fruit and nut mix. You've usually got some form of like a like a quinoa cracker or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I like or, like a paleo cracker. Yeah. I love paleo bread. I normally bring that if like I'm going to toast it. Some sort of dip that's got no preservatives and hummus, stuff in it. Yeah. Hummus and celery sticks. So that's more like a road trip. Yeah. And then international, it's more pre-packaged things. You just have to be careful with what you can take into the country. Yeah. On the plane, I always bring um, fruit and nut mix, but yeah. you have to consume that on the plane. You can't take it out. I just love, just go to the health food aisle of your normal grocer. Make sure you read the ingredients because even though it's in the health food aisle, believe me, it doesn't mean it's healthy. Yeah. I've always got like a a blue dinosaur bar, an energy bar, a protein bar, something like that. Mm. That's just packageable and I can still get, you know, pretty high amount of calories from it without, I don't count macros, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then usually I guess a bottle of water, back to the bottle of water And also plain food is expensive. Yeah. Like, like have your have your meal, but I'm saying if you're just going to like Melbourne and you're bored and you're like, I want to get a packet of Skittles, it helps you fight that urge to buy the Skittles, yeah. saves your wallet because you've got your little bag, bag of your fruit and nut mix. <laughs> yeah. And I normally just put it in like a little Ziploc bag or something. I, I have made little protein balls before, like little bliss balls. Yeah. But just grabbing something that you can snack on is, is so easy. Yeah. And save money. <laughs> Another one is very, like, specific, <laughs> but I, you guys know, I have the most sensitive gut and... Sensitive Sally over here. Yeah. You could have used Sezzy. That My name does work. Oh, well. Can't win them all. <laughs> <laughs> I would say a lot of people, when they travel, they forget, well, who cares? You don't really, like, you're not consciously thinking about fiber and digestion. You're just kind of like YOLO. No, yeah. But a lot of people don't get enough fiber when they're traveling. So I always, literally always, bring a little Ziploc bag of chia seeds. They're full of fiber, full of omega-3, and... They are the one thing that seriously cure my digestion. Yeah. So I put them in my water bottle and they turn into these like little jelly beads and you drink it. I feel like it helps my stool, helps my digestion. It gives me healthy fats, helps my skin. I also enjoy drinking them. So it like encourages me to she drink water. She drinks them around the house as well. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't do that because I feel like I'm, I'm fine with that, that side of things. But I can understand why that's a good tip. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my tips. And then the last health tip is... Something that I am guilty of, and it is start fresh at every meal, not every day. So what I mean Ooh, by I this, like that one. yeah, is mm. that 
you go to breakfast, okay? And you're thinking, I'm going to get the kale bowl, okay? Because I'm a yogi <laughs> and I'm eating healthy and I'm having greens. And, and I fanny fart. <laughs> <laughs> like, am I ever going to live this down? Yeah. <laughs> so you rock up to breakfast and everyone, all your mates, they order the ice cream double chock iced coffee yeah. okay and you're like oh, i'm gonna get one too and then you end up saying yolo i'm gonna get the pancakes as well and give me the deep fried mars bar as well Ooh, okay you go home delicious. from your hotel room you go back to your hotel you're like damn it that was not the kale bowl and then in your mind you think oh well i already screwed up this morning may as well go hard then you go get pizza and then you go get ben and jerry's yeah. and you go get a slurpee and then by the end of the day you're like why why did i do that yeah okay i'm saying that's fine go to brekkie get the hardcore ice cream iced coffee and the deep fried mars bar and then come home and be like that <laughs> happened it's okay accept it acknowledge it and then make a good choice at lunch don't do the whole oh i've written off the day that is dangerous just write off the meal okay i love the foods that you pick they're, they're, they're purely foods that says you would love to oh. eat that she actually cannot eat oh. like deep fried mars bar. Oh. like when is that ever no. in a buffet chair oh, no. okay okay and it's I don't not eat it because I'm like, so I, my willpower is so strong. I'm intolerant to yeah. dairy and gluten. So I have mix. this like spank bank in my head <laughs> <laughs> of foods that if I could eat. One of my favorite conversations with people, I'm obsessed with food, guys. Like I'm like, if you could eat anything in the world right, right now, what would it be? People oh, think she, I'm so weird. I ask like, that with everyone. Like every time you meet a new icebreaker. person, that's what you you ask them. Literally. It's my icebreaker. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sarah. If there's anything in the world you could eat right now, what would it be? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, anyway, so deep fried Mars bar, that's it. But I'm just saying, don't write off the whole day. Just be like, oh, that sucks. That happened. That's a good tip. I think that's a good tip. That's something that I need to incorporate because I write off Mm, the whole day. You do. Yeah, Yeah. I'll go hardcore all day. You do it with Uber Eats. So this is Kurt goes, well, I got I got a bacon and egg roll for breakfast, so I might as well just get pizza for dinner. I'm like, how, Kurt, how does that make sense? You were literally telling me how you want your abs back, and now you're like, well, well better get crossed. Well, that hasn't been happening at the moment. I'm on, I'm no, on yeah, yeah. the journey of getting the abs back right now. <laughs> we're both on Project Comeback because yeah. we're slobs. <laughs> All right, I think we need to move on to beauty. Oh, yes. This is your favorite topic. Oh. I probably won't have very – I'll have very minimal. Actually, no, I actually made up two of the points, and – I, I want I want you guys to sort of guess what points those ones that I came up with because I reckon you guys will not guess them. Okay, well, you kind of schooled me a little bit on this when you did the fact sheet, but a, a long time ago, I got told from a friend okay. that one hour in the air equates to having to drink one liter of water. Okay, okay. so it's, I mean, that's kind of intense. If you're yeah. like on a 16 hour flight, you, yeah. you're probably going to drown yourself. That's probably like a little I, that's over actually the top. a thing. Yeah. But that's what I got told. So what I try to do is on a flight, I just try to drink 2 liters of water. Uh-huh. That's what I try to do. It is a little bit hard because you're just sitting, you're not really sweating, you're not moving, you're not that- when, when you say on a flight, like what what are you what are you saying is on a flight? Like just an average flight from here to the Gold Coast or Melbourne, like usual flights that we do. If like it's a, a one like a one hour. If it's hour a one flight. hour flight, I'll try to do at least one liter. I'm not saying that I get it done, okay? I'm yeah. not saying I actually smash this every time. But just in the back of your mind you're like, I need to sort of have a liter of water yeah. to compensate for that. Because time. Yeah. I learned this the hard way when I I think it was two years ago, I did a big global no not one global. year ago one year ago yeah. i did a big australia tour australia wide tour where i went to nearly every city like capital city in australia and i did a big meetup 
And I was so busy editing on those flights. I remember I was really stressed and I never drank water. And I came off those flights, even the short ones, feeling so exhausted. My skin was so dry. I looked weathered. Mm. I just didn't feel like I looked healthy. And especially mm. going into like a meetup where I'm like this health and fitness YouTuber, I was like, I just don't feel like I look. Well, you got to give so much energy in those too. Yeah. Like they're yeah. draining as it is as well. Yeah. And then in the last couple of cities, my friend told me this. I said, okay, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to drink a liter and a half or two liters of water. And it honestly makes the biggest difference to my digestion, to my skin, to my energy levels, everything. So, I mean, your your fact was for every for every three, three hours, hours one point five liters. That's so. that sounds a lot more reasonable. So what would that that'd be like an hour would be half a liter. Yeah. Yeah, so I think go yeah. for that and try to bring your own water bottle because, like we said, the the little cups make that. Tip yeah. really, really hard. Yeah. Bring your own bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Another one is I actually found this out recently. I was watching this esthetician on YouTube. I'm, I'm obsessed with watching her. I think her name is Susan Yarra and she breaks down people's skincare routines and she's just really well read and well researched in skincare. And she was saying a thing you will see a lot on Instagram stories or YouTube Mm -hmm. is influencers or celebrities spraying their face on a flight. So you'll see them like misting their face, putting toner on their face, putting a hydrating spray on their face. I'm not going to lie. I've done that before and it feels fantastic. It feels good at the time, but she said, she said, it's like, you know, we're in, you're in the snow and mm-hmm. you lick your lips because they feel dry. Yep. And then in half an hour, uh, they feel drier. Okay. So she was saying, do not put like a water-based product, like a mist on your face because it's just going to suck. It's just going to leave your skin dry. You yeah. want to kind of put a film over your skin. So she was saying, right. if you're going to mist, that's totally fine. But you need to lather an oil or a really thick, thick moisturizer on top. So one thing that I love is probably twice a week, I use a really thick moisturizer. It's essentially a nighttime face mask and it's by Origins. It's called like Drink Up or something. On my next flight, I plan on putting that on my skin because I haven't flown in a while. But that's a nice little tip. I feel like if I went on a plane before I saw that YouTube video of her talking about it, mm. I would have brought a mist. Yeah. And then you feel like you have to keep misting and misting and misting. It's like licking your lips, licking your lips, yeah. licking your lips. Instead of licking your lips, put a lip balm on or put that face mask on. So I thought that was a really interesting tip. I'm going to try that tip out. I like that tip. That's yeah. cool. Well, that's on our next flight, we should both wear that mask and see if our skin comes out a little bit more dewy. When you say mask, does that mean that we're going to have like one of those gray masks? No. So everyone <laughs> no, no, looks no. at us going to be like, who are the freaks at the no, back of the plane? That's actually a great question. <laughs> no, I would go for one of the, it's basically like a really thick moisturizer and it's just like a nighttime cream. Okay. So this one, it just so blends it absorbs into, into your skin. Yeah. But okay. you can just feel that it's nice and thick, kind of like waxy. I get you. But I get you. I've seen people put like sheet masks on and things like that. But again, you just want to make sure you're lathering a really thick moisturizer on. Mm-hmm. And um, also, this was not one of the tips, but she also said to not cleanse on the plane because you're going to be putting potential bacteria in the air onto your skin. So do as minimal oh, okay. as you can on the plane and just top up with moisturizer. So best to just have like a protective layer yes. over your skin instead. Yes, oh. exactly. And I think this goes for girls and guys. So guys, if you're listening, don't check out just because we're on the beauty section. Guys, I'm really- finding this interesting. No, I'm, I'm interested right now. I re- yeah. like Skincare is important for females and males. You know, mm. we all get wrinkles. We all age. I think it's really important that both females and males 
do something in terms of skincare. Who doesn't want to age gracefully, right? Amen, brother. (laughs) Amen. Another one we came up with was beauty sleep. This might be my one. Yeah, this is Kurt, so I'll let you do this one. (laughs) So I just thought, you know... Usually when you get, you go overseas or you're traveling around, you're just getting real lack of sleep. You're doing, you're doing things early in the morning. You're doing things late at night. The bed's uncomfortable. Home, you're, feeling, you're feeling gross. The pillow and, sucks. Yeah, yeah. So I just think it's, it's kind of important to just get a little bit of rest during the day and don't feel guilty for it. Don't feel like you're missing out on activity because our bodies thrive off a certain amount of sleep. At least minimum seven hours a night, supposedly, is the statistic that we need to have. So, Especially if you're in Europe, just lap up that afternoon siesta, isn't that like yeah, a thing? Yeah. They do that? Yeah. Or oh, yeah. Well, uh, we were watching Steve Cook's <laughs> vlog and he was in Germany and it was like 9 a.m. or something and no one was awake like, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that's crazy. When in- I went to um, South America, it was like that. They'd have a siesta at uh, around 3 o'clock and then the night was on. Like they were just up until 5 a.m. What? Yeah. I yeah. would not survive there. I'm a morning person and then like <laughs> I taper out at 4 p.m. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Tip number four for beauty is dependent if you're going on a summer holiday or a winter holiday. Super simple. If you're going summer, bring aloe vera gel mm-hmm. because even if you don't get burnt, it's always nice to just rehydrate your skin. Preferably if you can get a product that is 100% aloe vera gel. Yes, they do exist. Or if you can have the aloe vera plant, even better. If good, you go- good luck getting that through customs. Though, no, I mean, I mean, if you're no. Everywhere's like, don't bring plants, fruit, blah blah blah. Can and he says you're going. Can I bring my aloe? <laughs> no, I mean like at a lot of tropical places they're around. Like oh, okay, in I, get, cabins, I, get, I get it. Like, like try and find it, source it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> like, like source, like live off the land, <laughs> live off the land. Find an aloe vera plant and lather it on your skin. What okay? is that voice? <laughs> My David Attenborough oh, wife, okay. David Attenborough's wife. Okay, get into the land. <laughs> or if you're going to the snow, uh, I feel so dry and cracky and yeah. old at the snow. Yeah. I love thick moisturizers, like I said, and shea butters for my skin. Mm. Super I simple. always have a lip balm when I'm at the snow. It's a lip must. Must. Car- Carmex is that the? One I don't like Carmex. Oh, I love it. I love the tingly feel. Oh, I don't. I like. Oh, I like Waletta or anything coconut. I just Sarah. Sarah likes all the natural yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm a natural. <laughs> and last but not least, this was Kurtz. I think it's such a smart tip, especially mm. for us Aussies who are always in the sun. It is okay. It's a bit vain, but it's. I think it's actually. Yeah, you know. I, I think it's a good one because yeah, I came up with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's smart. If you're going on a summer holiday and you want to come back looking glowy and beautiful, get a fake tan before you go. Now, I I probably fake tan maybe like twice a year. That's a mm. question I actually get a lot. I only do it in winter if I have an event. Um, but if you are naturally quite pale or you burn quite easily and you really want to look tanned, that's so fine. Like, mm. don't feel bad about that. But- well, you're on holidays. You're going to be getting pics for the gram. You know, totally. it's, it's all about looking if good. Didn't, if you didn't you've, gram it, you didn't go. Exactly. <laughs> and you've done your fitness routine the whole way up. Yeah. What looks What looks better than, you know, nice nice set of abs yeah. and, and a nice brown glowing skin. Exactly. Right? So we're totally for <laughs> taking care of your skin. So definitely wear your sun cream, slip, slop, slap. But I think getting a fake tan beforehand is so good because you're not – you're, you're less inclined to lay in the sun and just burn and bake yeah. your skin. And we've both done this in the past. We used to just lay there with oils on. And I'm now, now that I'm 26, I'm just trying to be so much more careful and kind and gentle on my skin. And not that I really fake tan, but I am just kind of like, oh, I don't want to be as brown as I used to be because I would rather 
take care of my skin and, and keep it hydrated and keep it glowing and nourished and youthful mm-hmm. than have that that gold tan that I yeah. used to have. Yeah. Well, fun fact around this point, I've actually done it. So. <laughs> what, yeah, you have. Yeah, when did you do that? Well, we went to Bali. Yes. So, yeah. And the reason why and the reason why I do it and like, you know, who cares? You, you guys can make fun of me for fake tanning. I don't really care, to be honest. I don't question you. Because uh, so many times I go overseas pasty and I lay in the sun the first day and I absolutely ruin my body and then I'm just sunburnt for the whole trip. And I'm, I'm a person who burns and I start the freckle and I peel. So I've got, I'm, I'm one of those people who need to have like that early morning sun, late afternoon sun, and just really mellow into it. Like, no, yeah. nothing too crazy harsh. Where Sezzy, on the other hand, she could literally lay in the sun all day. Yeah, she'd get burnt, but the next day you'd be tanned. I don't yeah. like, you know. Yeah, I don't really get burnt. But that's the thing. It's like everyone's different. And even though your friends are all laying out in the sun, if you know deep down that your skin can't tolerate that, that's so fine. Yeah. Go get a fake tan and lay under the umbrella. And then you look great. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the final subject is fitness, okay? One of the tips I love is something that Kurt and I do, especially when we go on my parents' family holiday. It's just up the coast, like two hours away. So we do have the luxury of packing our own car. Mm-hmm. And that tip is bring a prop that encourages you to be fit. Now, we're not sitting here saying you have to train every day in, in your holiday. You don't have to train at all if you don't want. These are just tips to help encourage you if you do want to maintain your fitness or work out, not every day, work out, you know, mm. semi-consistently. So some things that I like to bring on holidays if I'm so, driving. So this is more like the driving holiday, the road yeah. trip holiday. And then we'll, maybe we'll do another section about if you're traveling overseas. Just, yeah. just to have a suitcase one as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll do two in one. <clears throat> yeah. In okay. the car. If I'm going in the car, I like to bring three main things. Obviously, my activewear. That's not included. Number one, I love my yoga mat. I love my yoga mat. Like mm-hmm. when I roll it out, the smell of it, the feel of it. I don't know why. It's weird, but it is. smell of it. I, it does. It's like this beautiful rubbery does smell. Does it smell it's like weird. fanny farts? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was you good. You that, that was good. One. I knew that one. <laughs> I, I didn't. Yeah, I really set that up. <laughs> no, I just, it makes me excited to like try to do handstands and work on that. Yeah. I love resistance bands, specifically my booty bands. Yep. Love them. They're good. And They're nice can, and compact yes, as well. Yes, you can get a good workout anywhere. Yeah, 100%. And I love my boxing gloves. Mm-hmm. And in terms of the suitcase, I would probably just do the booty bands. Okay. All right. So my ones. Our car. This is what our car looks like. All right. You guys ready for the big list of stuff? Okay. I have two kettlebells. Yeah. <laughs> rolling Kurt, in the back. Kurt brings so rolling much. Rolling around the car. We have the boxing equipment. Yep. So all the pads. We but have... We don't, I don't just like... Kurt doesn't just mean boxing gloves and hand pads. He has like a I've chest belly, pad. I've got the belly pad. I've got tie pads. I've got focus mitts. We're talking the whole shebang. Yeah, we, bring bring we bring a gym. We bring a gym. TRX cables, skipping ropes, the bigger, the bigger, longer bands that you can do all sorts yep. of exercises with. I have this um, other other set of bands that you can turn into like bicep curls. They've got all little hand attachments and stuff. Basically bands for days. Yeah, bands for days. Um, what else do we have that's really interesting in there? Well, then you obviously have like your surfboard. Oh, your yeah. Mouth. Then we've got the surfboard. We've got the mouth. We've got the bike. We've got the we've got the bikes. We've got the skateboards. We've got the electric skateboards. We've got the skateboards. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving but, on. But anyway, I, when when I go overseas and I travel, I always pack like one of my favorite items of activewear and my gym shoes. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Number two is something that my friends absolutely love, and I'm 
I, I should get into it more, but I don't really wear my Apple Watch enough. And that is tracking your steps. So yeah. I know a lot of people when you're in Europe specifically, they come home and they're like, I ate crap and I did this and I drank, but I lost weight. And it's because you're walking so much. Mm. So I, yeah, I'm, again, I'm not condoning going overseas and just trying to lose weight. I'm just saying if you don't feel like training specifically and you don't feel like smashing out a circuit, just wear a Fitbit, an Apple Watch, use your phone and just try to walk everywhere. So yeah. And then at least subconsciously, you know, like, oh, I've done this amount of steps. I've done, yeah. burnt like this amount of calories or whatever. It tells you all that, that info on the watch. You don't feel guilty then when you're eating that exactly. beautiful, delicious, glutinous pizza. Or mm. that deep fried Mars bar. Ice cream. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think tracking your steps just shows you that, yeah, even though you didn't get to the gym, you're still active. You know, it's kind of like a little tap on the shoulder, like yeah. a pat on the back. I always get really competitive when I like, this is not traveling, but when I, whenever I wear my watch on a run, I just like get so competitive with myself. Yeah. Like I always, I have to run further or I have to be, do it faster. So I, I love, I love tracking stuff. You I love think it's com- great. Well, speaking of segueing into <clears> tip number three, this is another one that Kurt came up with and it is setting a fitness challenge. Yes. So... I went to America for six weeks. This is prior to, to me and Sezzy being together. And um, I had this fitness challenge that I would do every day. And it was 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats, and 100 um, burpees. Yeah, 100 burpees. 100 burpees. Yes, yes. So it was Damn. like a four thing. And it would probably take about half an hour, I think. And I'd just do it first thing in the morning. And then that way I was, I was psychotic fitness mm. at this point in time. Fitness was your life. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so wherever I went, wherever I was eating, at least I sort of felt like I felt good. Like I woke up in the morning, I've done my exercise for the day. Like, Did yeah, you do that in your hotel room? Yep, just in the hotel room. Were you by yourself <clears> or did you have a friend? No, no, yeah, I was with like my partner at the time then oh, and, and she would do it with me awkward. on the odd days. But then there was another time where I would I was working away. Like I worked away from home for about six months. I was working out of a suitcase six months as a carpenter. Mm. And... um. Every most most nights, if I couldn't get to an anytime fitness, which is just like a twenty four hour gym, you, mm. you guys would probably know about them. I would usually make up a little workout in the in the room. So I would do things like I would pick. This sounds so weird again. I would pick up. I would pick up the edge of the bed, which would be like a king size bed, and do like deadlifts really? with, with the bed. Yeah, yeah, swear to God, you and do need, like push ups. You need to do a YouTube video um, on that. That's I, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I used to like come up with the most creative things in my room because I would be so bored when I, I get watch, home to the room. I would watch a YouTube like that and be like, oh, don't, as if- don't tell anyone. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I would I watch. The, I need to clickbait. <laughs> okay, we'll do it. We'll do it today. All right. No, but I would watch a YouTube video like that and be like, as if who does that? Yeah, you actually. <laughs> I did it. I swear, I did it, and you it's know, commitment. It's probably not the best workout in the world, but, you know, you're doing something at least better than nothing. Something's better than nothing. Right. Last two tips. This one is one of my favorites because it's one of my favorite parts of traveling because this is what I love. I love gym hopping. Oh, yeah. And especially in like Byron Bay. Okay. So this is very subjective (laughs) to where you go. If we go like down to Huskisson or like Shoalhaven, there's not really many places to gym hop. But if you're going somewhere bougie or like Byron Bay, definitely embrace that fitness culture. 100%. We went to Bend Byron. We went to F45. And I think we did CrossFit Byron as well. Yeah, we did CrossFit there crossfit we went to um wanderlust in bali kurt and i are really good i think at like being flexible with our routine and embracing any kind of fitness so i'm not really a crossfitter you guys know i don't really like lifting weights or like lifting the bar but when we were in bali i was so open to doing crossfit yeah when we went to byron kurt is open to doing hot yoga i think it's really fun to mix up your own routine because when you come home 
you never know what you might actually want to adapt into your everyday 100%. fitness routine. You have like a newfound respect for different styles of training. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really important. I know I love doing it just because it's fun. It's something different. Yeah. How up good, the routine. How good was the F45 at Byron? Because mm. we we went there just to like relax and chill out and we didn't really want to spend an hour in the gym. So we thought, look, every morning, let's just go and do a quick little 45 minute F45. Yeah. That's very similar to the way I train. Very different to Kurt. Kurt lifts, I guess, a bit heavier normally. I'll do a hit one hit session similar to that once a week. Yeah. But I think yeah. it's good that you were like, yep, cool. You embraced it. You did it every day. And then we came home and it's we weren't too far behind our I previous- felt like I was, I was pretty much the same place. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. And last but not least- is okay i find myself if i'm staying in a hotel and i tell myself i want to do a hotel workout today but i'll do it after we do all the fun things after we go to the beach after we have lunch i'll never do it Mm -hmm. especially if you're on a summer holiday and you're in the sun the sun drains you of energy (laughs) does it's a fact so my tip is Again, this is if you want to be active, if you want to sit down and read a book in the sun all day, do it. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. But pick one or the other. So if you tell yourself you're going to do a gym workout in the hotel gym, then do it in the morning. Do it before you do anything, before buffet breakfast, before all of that stuff. Just get it done. And then you you, you don't have a chance to make excuses. Alternatively, if you don't want to do that, try to do something active that day. So whether that is something simple like walking to get a coffee or walking to a new beach or walking to a new location or doing something crazy like going on a hike or doing mm. high ropes or... Or even taking on like paddle boarding down, you know, around Canoeing, kayaking, something, something yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So I think don't feel guilty if you don't get your normal gym workouts in because honestly, even though it's a different kind of burn and a different kind of activation... Doing something active like kayaking or paddleboarding, Kurt would know firsthand, <laughs> I burns <do> know. <laughs> serious calories. So don't underestimate the power of just living an active lifestyle. Don't feel pressure to have to actually train. Yeah. And if you don't want to, don't do it because you don't want to resent your vacation and look back and go, oh, I wish I just embraced being in Bali. And, and not di- to mention, have you seen the physique of a kayaker or a canoeer? Their back is... yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Rigs. So who doesn't want to look like that? <laughs> I know. I know. But that that wraps up all of our tips. I feel like they were Woo-hoo. really juicy. And some were yeah. like, yeah, I feel like they were fun. Yeah. That it makes me want to go on holidays. Sarah's, Sarah's got this little little travel bug at the moment. I swear I as soon as Foxy came into the world, you're like, I want to travel. You want which what you can't have. Which is very unlike you. I know. You're usually like, no, I don't want to travel. I just like love being at home and I love my routine. But now she's like, I want to go see the world. I want no, to go to America. Know why? Do you know do why? The reason is because... Before having Fox, exactly like you said, I had a routine. It was foolproof. Every day I'd wake up at the same time. I would go to the gym. I I Mm. was just like churning like a clock. The cogs were in motion. Now that Fox has come, it has kind of humbled me with the lack of control I have over my life. I have no routine. I have no schedule. I literally go with the flow. I feed on demand. I live on demand. I just kind of like (laughs) live minute by minute. So now I'm like, well, my routine's already ruined. May as well go to Europe. YOLO. <laughs> no, I would. I, I really have hardly traveled at all. I've only been, the countries I've been to is like Fiji, New Zealand, Bali, Hawaii. I would. I want to go to America. We're going to broaden those horizons soon. Mate. I want to go to LA. Yeah, we'll do all that. We'll do all that. <sighs> anyway, that's for another time to talk about, mate. We can we can talk about that on this another podcast. This was a fun even. episode. It was. I loved it was great. I loved skincare. it. And it's good to have you back. Thanks. I missed you. 
It's hard doing. It's hard doing little potty nuggets by yourself. Well, you know, I don't want to come. No, I don't want to do them anymore because you're talking to my funny farts. <laughs> no, guys, when, when, when I, when I hang up. That's payback for missing out on the podcast. No, you guys, <laughs> wait. When I hang up my earphones, I'm going to slap you. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> anyway, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure you follow us on our Instagram, the.healthcode. Yes. And I am Sarah's Day. I'm Sarah's underscore day on Instagram and just Sarah's Day on YouTube. And I am KJ Tills on YouTube and Instagram. And also, thank you all very much for the beautiful feedback that you gave me on the last episode on our Instagram page. It was really overwhelming and I didn't expect it to, I guess, resonate with so many people. So thank you so much. That makes us so happy. And we really, we really are excited to, you know, keep the podcast smashing out episodes. I'm so proud of us that we've been consistent. But also make sure you subscribe because when you log on to your little podcast app, it'll pop up and say new episode just so you don't forget. But we are uploading every Sunday night. And also you can now ask Alexa. You can ask Alexa, listen to the Health Code podcast and it'll come up for you. What so, about Siri? Amazon. Can you do Siri? I don't think so, but I, I, I don't know come about on, Siri. Siri, I know, but on, Alexa mate. can, so we're on Amazon as well. So, yeah, you know, if, you, if you're an Amazon person. Test it out. Test that out for us. Let us know if it goes well for you. All right, guys. Talk <laughs> to you in the next episode. Peace out. Bye.